Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Hit and Run is a comedy about a young couple that risks it all when they leave their small-town life and embark on a road trip that may lead them towards the opportunity of a lifetime or, God knows, the worst possible outcome as well. Their fast-paced road trip grows awkwardly complicated and hilarious when they are chased by a friend from the past, a federal marshal, and a band of misfits. We're joined today on Film School by co-director of Hit and Run, David Palmer. David, welcome to Film School. I'm here, Mike. Listen, uh, terrific film, really fun, uh, entertaining film, Hit and Run. Um, tell me a little bit about your involvement in it. You're listed as, I, I would assume this is the correct way to say, co-director of Hit and Run. Is that is that accurate? That's accurate. Um, you know, I think entertaining is a great word to describe it because we, we had a hell of a time making it as well. You know, a <laughs> lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I, was, uh, I was co-director, which means, uh, you know, Dax and I, uh, directed it together. He wrote it, obviously, and um, and starred in it. But um, director duties, we uh, we shared equally. So it was, um, you know, from from scouting to casting to you know on yeah. set and directing actors, we would uh, you know how out talk and and uh, you know get our message out and and um, decide when we when when the scenes worked and when things were were when we were ready to move on and and. Um, you know, all the way through editorial and, and everything. Right, so right. It's just been a team effort. We've worked together for a bunch of years, so it's um, it's been kind of like a, a brotherhood at this time, at, at this point, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's true. I was just going to bring up that you'd also worked uh, with Dax on uh, Brothers Justice uh, before uh, Hit and Run. So, where? How did you guys uh, hook up? I mean, what was your? How did you get to know Dax and and vice versa? What was the uh, sort of circumstances? Yeah, well, a common friend of both of ours um, was was helping produce a short one Sunday and had asked me if I'd come, you know, uh, come shoot it with Dax mm-hmm. and um, and and Nate Tuck, who's our producer on this movie, and I was I said sure, so I showed up and not really knowing much about Dax and had never met him, but um, he was under the impression I showed up that day as a director of photography and. I was under the impression I showed up as a director because I always show up as a director, <laughs> even if I'm shooting. And uh, it's hard to take that hat off. But um, so anyway, so so we we uh, we butted heads, I guess, for the first few hours when he'd say he wants to do this, and I'd say, okay, great, but we should do it this way. Mm-hmm. And um, and a few hours in, we realized that uh, that uh, that we were uh, we were co-directing. So that was the birth of it on a short film, and that led to Brothers Justice. Um, a couple months later, he called me up and. We got to know each other, and we were really shocked at what we did with our little mini crew of eight people. And and uh, and he called me up and took me to lunch, and he said, "You know, I really want to make a, a movie. You know, look what we're doing with this new digital, this new digital realm." Five or six years ago, and and I said, uh, "All right, what do you want to do?" And he pitched me on the whole Brothers Justice thing because we wanted to make a movie, but we wanted to make a movie basically without a budget, and uh, and, and we did that movie for about six thousand dollars. So it, uh, yeah, initially, it was a it's a mockumentary about a, a guy who quits the comedic world in the pursuit of this sort of world of martial arts. Is that it's very, yeah, yeah? It's Dax playing Dax, but he's delusional. He's realized that uh, <laughs> that in order, he's gone as far as he can go in comedy, and he really wants to 
make make the leap and to be an international superstar, you know, comedies don't do it, but action movies do traditionally. And he realized that there's not been, you know, a, a Chuck Norris type in a lot of years, and, and there's a void there. So he proceeds with his delusional tirade to go around and exploit everybody he knows in Hollywood. You know, people like, you know, Tom Arnold and his agent right. at uh, Endeavor back then, and John Favreau, and you know, and the list goes on of cameos of people <laughs> who he really annoys trying to sell his bad idea to. Well, yeah. Um... And by the way, uh, we're speaking with uh, David Palmer, the co-director of uh, Hit and Run, a terrific, fun. Inter- I really, I'll keep saying this entertaining film um, uh, that uh, has done very well. Surprise! Uh, I don't know if it surprised you how well it's been received, and it's done some pretty solid, uh, as they say in the business, some solid box office here. And uh, how much of the how much of this film was improv? Um, it has a feel of a fair amount of improv in it. You know what? Um, none of it, actually. Really? You know, um, yeah, yeah. Brothers Justice was about 90% improv, and this one was uh, about 98% scripted. Now, because, you know, when you're working with, um, you know, on such a tight frame, time frame and with limited funding, um, and yet we were funded, you know, we mm-hmm. had a couple million dollars to do this movie now, um, to do Brothers Justice, to do uh, Hit and Run. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, we had to go in. We didn't have the luxury of... of of, you know, shooting what's on the page and then saying, okay, now here's one for the actors or, or let's just improv and see if we can get it. Um, you know, you, we had to go in um, and, you know, shoot things three three or five takes and, and be moving on or else we were going to be in big trouble mm-hmm. to make our make our schedule. So, yeah, it was actually... The th- I think the thing that why it might seem improv is because Dax was able to write for each one of those actors knowing that, you know, he was going to cast them, that we were going to cast them, and knowing that they would do that, mm-hmm. do the, do it. So, you know, Tom's, Tom sounds like Tom. Yeah. Kristen sounds like Kristen, Kristen Bell. And, um, you know, across the board, there aren't, yeah. there aren't that many, you know, you know, stretches in terms of the character um, and where the actor had to go. So, so, you know, Dax was brilliant about that. And, and I think that's one of the things that really, really comes off. Um, strong in the film, yeah. His, he, his understanding of those people and that those relationships. He was he was writing in their voice, uh, obviously uh, based exactly. on that. So, well, uh, by the way, so here we have uh, Brothers Justice, which is ninety percent improv, and this is ninety eight or so percent uh, uh, scripted. What did you learn as a director for yourself? I mean, moving forward, obviously Brothers Justice. It sounds like it's very uh, run and gun uh, kind of stuff, and and this you've got setups, you've got. You know, yeah, sh- shot sheets yep. and and all that stuff. What where where's what was your growth uh, sort of uh, uh, in in as a director in b- between those two films? I think uh, what I what I really learned is I'd much rather do a scripted film than an improv film. Mm-hmm. Our improv movie took you know a few years to make. It took you know the edit was very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that obviously having, you know, pre-scripted material, you can make your, you make your first, you know, multiple passes of editing prior to, you know, even getting to the set. And for me, you know, you're able, able to, being able to shape the story and the script um, and know where you're going with it, um, especially, uh, <laughs> yeah, and knowing, you knowing your end goal as opposed to improv. Right. You know, our right. third act, we, we, we had the hardest time in Brothers Justice. You know, just because we didn't have a third act when we were <laughs> most of the way done. So we took a year or two off and then came back and, you know, and had a third act. Yeah, no, that, yeah, yeah, so... It's, it's challenging. 
So, so you knowing that, knowing now you've got this, this sort of the contrast between improv and a scripted, very much more of a let's say traditional production schedule and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, what is it that? What do you want to do more? Uh, it sounds like you want to do more of the sort of uh, the the way that you did hit and run, uh, but you have that yeah. advantage of knowing that you can inject this kind of impro- improvisational sensibility. Um, well, or do you? I, I think it'd be great <laughs> to have more. You know, when you, I think the the luxury of doing improv is when you have a budget that allows you to have the time to be able to shoot what's on the page and then play because you know mm-hmm. even with with our actors we had you know people like Kristen and tom they're amazing improvers I mean, they're really smart people and really you know great actors so they it would have been a ton of fun but but again if you give me give us millions of dollars right. which buys us more time then that of course we would, have, we would be all over that so, uh, yeah david palmer so, um how what was your how many shooting days did you have for this you know we did 29 days and that's actually all around la yeah yeah, it looked like uh, yeah, and that's actually pretty good for uh, indies. Yeah. I'm usually, I usually hear twenty one, twenty three days, twenty four, twenty somewhere in there. So I mean, not that it's a lot of time. Don't get me wrong; it's still a pretty darn tight schedule. Right. But uh, but uh, and you had a lot of setups. You did a lot of driving sequences. And by the way, I recognize if I'm not mistaken, I recognize some of our uh, Orange County area. Did you shoot down here in Tustin or or El Toro? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were at the Tustin Airfields there for yeah. one of our big set pieces. Yeah. In and out of the blimp hangers and all that. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Um, and then we were also, you know, up north as well. So it was all, yeah. you know, our, our script supervisor kept in log at the end of the movie, and so we'd all driven 2,500 miles <laughs> to and from set in that month, which was a shocker to us mm-hmm. all, but, uh, yeah. but uh, it was good fun. It was nice to sleep in our own beds every night. Well, I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't, uh, and we're, gosh, we're running low on time. I can't believe this goes by so quickly. We're speaking with David Palmer, the uh, co-director of Hit and Run. It's playing all over Southern California. Terrific, entertaining film. Uh, but, and, and it's referred to as a comedy, which it is. It's funny. But I have to tell you, I was very impressed with the drama, the, the dramatic tension, maybe that's a better way to put it, that Dax and Kristen and and Bradley and uh, the cast generally was able to bring to bear on this, and I think the the key to comedy to me is the contrast, comedy and drama, being able to find that right formula that allows the funny things to seem funnier by contrast to the things that aren't so funny in a film, and this does a great job with that. Um, and that's a tribute to well, your you. yeah your tribute to your direction as well as the the, the actors in it. Um, and I, I really, I mean, you know, there's, there's a couple scenes with Bradley in the setup of his character in the, in the, in the store. Uh, and then, you know, sure. even though, even though it's, you kind of know it's a little bit for laughs, there's enough tension in, in these performances to make it work, work well. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I, and I also, you know, I hesitate to say this. I'm going to, I've been a fan of Dax's for a long time. I've, everything I've seen him in. Um, um, I've always thought he was terrific employee of the month and uh, all the stuff that I've seen him, but he's always able to bring a presence, a a likability, even when he's not, his character isn't likable. And I think of employee of the month. I thought he was terrific. I just think he's a real talent. And I, before we came on, uh, I was describing uh, a lot of, uh, comedic actors 
are able to make that transition into drama because they are so because I think comedians are much more plugged into emotions than we give them credit sure. for. And I think that's with Dax. Sure. I really cannot tell you between the I mean obviously people talk about the chemistry between Kristen and him in this film and it is terrific. Of course. I really think that uh uh, Dax has has a a long future in in film uh, and whatever avenue he decides to pursue in this. Yeah, yeah, I think that this has been a great project for him because it's been able to showcase all those sides in, in one project. You know, I mean, he's got a huge following, obviously on Parenthood, um, and then and then yeah, with his other comedies. But this one definitely has a more dramatic role and shows. More, you know, sensitivity and 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 range at the end of the day. Absolutely. I had one one person said that they love his character so much because he, uh, you know, he's so sensitive and he says and he, he says everything that I would like my boyfriend or husband to say, but at the same time he's a badass. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So the range range was incredible, and you know, hats off to him for for you know, writing, writing such a great role for himself. Well, and hats off to you. Uh, in this collaboration, I, I'm, I, I'd imagine just the back and forth on the set between you and, and him on this uh, was a rewarding experience. Uh, it comes off in the film. The film comes off as just fun. It looks like it was made by a bunch of people who really like one another, which I think really does come across in the film and adds to the enjoyment of it. Yeah, well, it's all, it's all our buddies, you know? Yeah. Cooper and... and uh, you know, the whole cast, Michael Rosenbaum, Tom Arnold, we're all, we're all really close, really good friends. And it's, that's the thing. It wasn't like going to work every day with a bunch of people that you don't know. It's just going to work with a bunch of your friends and getting to make movies, which is your favorite thing on the planet to do. So we were all kind of, uh, you know, a little giddy, actually. <laughs> we're all yeah. doing this without a studio and without any big, uh, without any hands on, just, just they gave us the the money and said go make the movie and trusted us it was great well i uh, yeah it is great i can it deserves uh, i mean I, the write-ups have been amazing i mean kevin i remember the la times did a really nice write-up on this movie mm-hmm. and the, uh and it, and it deserves it i just i mean it's it's good to see intelligent fun comedies that are somewhat they call them summer films this is a fun intelligent comedy uh, that it does. You don't have to check your brain in at the door, and you can have a good yeah. time with it. And uh, I really enjoyed it. And uh, David, unfortunately, we just completely run out of time. Um, thank you so much for being here on Film School. And what's what's coming up for you? Um, what do you got coming? You got something in the in the works? Yeah, yeah. We, we uh, Dax and I are working on another one, and okay. then um, yeah, and then I'm uh, got a couple of projects set up with a couple of studios. So fantastic. Talk about them yet? But yeah. in the works. No, definitely. Very, very exciting. Yeah, don't give away any any the any of your ideas on the air here. To, you know, so I understand. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, we'll see you uh, soon, uh, and hope that maybe you can find some time to, to come back and join us in film school on the next project. Sure, Mike. Really appreciate Thanks your time. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.